You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. This is Tshuva uh, Sopoiskim, a special hespid for Rav Shmaryo, Ben Martin Chosoyo Shulman, the regal the Shloishim. Rav Shulman, Zecher Tadek Vivrocha, was an incredible person, as we're going to hear. Uh, by some people, people say that just as a, as a bitui ba'alma, by Rav Shulman, anyone who uh, mentions to me that they came into contact with him and throughout his very long life um, saw him, how he was so shakua in Taira, and not just uh, in Yankifid, but shakua in, in, in Lumdus, Gainus, uh, in, in to the greatest extent. It's, I have to say, before we introduce the Maspidim, that when I was growing up uh, as a young boy in Memphis, Tennessee, I always heard from Rav Nota Grimblat, uh, when he would speak about people from his, that he had a big kesher to Harifim, people who were Goinim in terms of learning, he would always mention a certain group of names, and he always would talk about Rav Shmerl. I always talk about Rav Shmerl, and, and um, throughout my life, I've been fascinated by him because I heard about him at such a great, at such a young age, as being a, a, a such a stellar, incredible personality. Uh, I wasn't zeicha to, to to learn by him or to hear shiurim from him. I, I, his farim, of course, uh, uh, were well known, but we have with us today uh, a tremendous covid to have people who were who knew him, who were connected to this great Madura Gedela. First, we have uh, someone that I'm very honored to bring here to our platform, Rav Eliezer Raubag, uh, <coughs> a in his own right, the Rav of the Lakewood Courtyard Shul, where Rav Shulman uh, spent a number of years and it was there that Rebbe Yezer was able to come to be Makir, uh, the godless of this, of this jewel of, of America. And when I called Rebbe Yezer, he immediately agreed, of course, to be Maspid, especially Regal Ashleishim. I'll ask everyone please to mute themselves and to allow us to hear the Dvorim from uh, Rebbe Yezer. Please. It's a COVID and it's schus for me to say a few words about a few years ago when Rav Shulman, so to speak, retired and he moved into moved to Lakewood, by him there was no such thing as retiring. By him, kol it's just the opposite. And when he moved to Lakewood, he joined our shul, the Lakewood Courtyard Shul, and he made himself as though I'm just a post year that came over here. I live over here. I come to shul. I heard his name, and my father right away said, "This is the famous Goin that was a Goin already in Dar Shadar Shlefnefonenu." Talking about two days ago, he was known as a Goin in the 40s and the 50s. So such a yid, I realized we had a source that was by us. I utilized the opportunity to miscarry to him, and right away I said we had to mechabit him to give a shear, a weekly shear. Daily, he wasn't up to it. Uh, as a matter of fact, when I gave the Dafyomishir every morning, in the beginning, I didn't realize what hit me. Because he joined the Dafyomishir, and when every piece of Gemara that I said, he right away said, 
the, the mashor over here asked so-and-so. I realized he knows not just the Gemaras and the Tais and the Rishonim. He knows the mashors and the Cheshbonis of the Sugya while I'm giving a Dafyar Mishir. So it put a lot of pressure, Baruch Hashem, on myself that a Dafyar Mishir is not anymore what it used to be, but I have to know the mashors and the Sugya because he's bavarning questions of the mashor and it was a whole different world for me. But I realized what kind of Yid Rav is that I wanted to give the opportunity to be able to mechabit him in a way that other B'nai Torah should be able to receive from him. So I arranged a weekly chumashir that he, that he was ready to give on Thursday night, Thursday evening, and the big Talmud Chachom in Lakewood, great Talmud Chachom, I'm not going to enumerate names, but many Talmud Chachom Muflogim, older people in their 50s and their 60s, Talmud Chachom Muflogim used to come to listen to his weekly shir. And this shir wasn't just a chumashir. It was a shir that I realized after a few weeks, whenever he quoted, as an example, whenever he quoted Rameya Simcha, he said verbatim paragraphs from the Meshachachma. I was astounded. I said, someone is saying verbatim, Meshachachma is a sefer kiyadua, that's ba'oimekapshat, the tifkat in the Meshachachma is, is like it's known in the, in the Olam Yeshivas. And here he's saying, quoting verbatim. So the next week, I brought with me Meshachachma. And when he quoted the Meshachachma, I opened it up. I wanted to see if it's Taka verbatim. And I was shocked. Lo and behold, he's quoting two paragraphs verbatim from the Meshachachma. This defines what Rav, Rav Shulman was. Someone who had the Meshachachma so much so in his DNA, in his bena, in his bones, in his atzomos, defines the essence of the person, how much terror was integrally part and parcel of him, so much so that he knew this goes without saying that he was a Boki Muflug. The level of in Shas and Poiskim and Rishonim, Mila Mila Balpeh and Shas and Rishonim, something that we don't come across, but it's a Mechaev, what a person can attain if he uses his potential to the fullest. That's, he was an American Bentaira. When you, when you look at the Haskoma that Rav Hurman writes, he writes in the 50s on a Sefer Be'er Sohem, the Loshan is, Rav Hurman writes, I wrote it down, he says, Hu ha'rishoin ben kol yelidei achenu da'atzoi sabris l'chaber Sefer kozeh rava kamuz va'echus. He was the first of the elite America. He was, he was like a Litvish Yid from Amol, but he was the elite America. He was born in the United States. So Rav Hudeman realized what kind of prize Talmud he has, what he possesses. He wrote in the Askoma, the first from the elite America to be able to mechab such a sefer, not just a sefer of Droshes, but a sefer and the Havona and the Tifkart in Shasin Rishonim. I heard about from my father about him that he was from the Roshia Gurus Arabonim going back in the time of Rablaza Silva and Moshe Feinstein and the Gdoyle Oilam, he was already then from the, the Roshim of Agurus Arbonim. So we had, we were Zoycha to have in our midst such a person. So it's a big, big schus for myself that I was able to be Miskarvim, I was able to be Mechabed, Torah, and what Torah represents. And I remember he told me, you know, in Lakewood, people asked him right away, did he have a Shaykh Sarabah? And he said, over, I'll just say a small thing that he said. He said, he remembers Rabbi Aaron came in the 1940s to Neisrael, to Baltimore, and he gave a shir. And Rav Shulman, Rav Shmel, 
realized Rabbi Aaron and he hacked in the shear and he got involved. Rabbi Aaron realized Zayilui in the yeshiva. He took him with him back for the Elzman, and I think it was 44. He said, come back with me. And he went to Rabbi Aaron for one Elzman. Rav Hudeman called up Rabbi Aaron. He said, this is my Talmud. You're taking away my prized Talmud. So he said he came back. He came back to Baltimore. But someone that Rabbi Aaron handpicked, he said, you're coming back with me. It defines, again, it defines the schus that we have in today's day and age, in the 21st century, to have such a yid that lived amongst us, and we had a shaykhist too, is a gewaldig schus, and, to, and especially now by the shloishim. I'll say a few words from him, what he, what he wrote in the safest Fosav, Doivoyz Bakever, Zichreneyem, Divreyem, Heimhem, Zichreinom. That's the Ikar Zikon of a person like this, is Divreyem. In Chuvas, just in Chuvas, if you look, I just saw this morning, Ramosha in Chuvas, he calls him Hamor Hagodl. Ramosha didn't just throw words, Hamor Hagodl, I don't think he ever used such a lotion, maybe yes, but Hamor Hagodl. And Ramosha in Chuvas, in, in, in Archaim Chelik Beis, has 13 simon, Chuvas, Simon, and one after another to him. Simon, Gimel to Simon Tezayin, one after another, straight to, 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 to Agonim Shmayo. In Dibris, he quotes him, in, in Sanhedrin. In other places, in Abirizar, he quotes him. As a matter of fact, I was looking in my computer, and I saw, I saw, I had a, uh, when I put up the sign to give the shear, so there was, I saw that I still had the, the, the Lushan. I wrote a weekly, oppor- unique opportunity. Hama'ar Hagodl, which is the Lushan of Ramosha in his, in his Chuvas. I quoted where, Hagoynep Shmaiyar Shulman, Mechavah Sefer Be'er Sorim, Morish Be'bira, Sha'avah gives a weekly Chaburah Thursday night in the Shulm, Be'shtes in Lakewood Courtyard, the Chabura is on the parasha, intertwined with uvdas and stories from the Tfiri Kedar. Come here, Shimu Lekach, Tam Tocham Muflik from the Tfiri Kedar, Talmidim Arishainim of Abudaman and Abraham Kotler. And Baruch Hashem, he had this, the word spread in Lakewood and B'nai Torah, people that wanted to connect with the Tfiri Kedar had this opportunity. I'll just say over one small thing from him, amongst many things, is Bikiyas, is something that cannot be copied. His goyness cannot be something that can be said over in a small share, especially on Zoom. But it was Malavigodish in all parts of Torah. Shas, Poiskin, Rishonim, Achroinim, obscure Achroinim, he all had them Kamunuch Bekufsa. Just a small Indian that's Shovel Chol Nefesh. The Mechaber says, he brings this in, in the Sefer Be'er Sorim, the Gabri Sofik of Isid Rabbonon. The Mechaber says, in 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 in, in Simon Yud in Archaim, that Malbushim, person has clothing, that Apsuchim in Atzodim, person has a cloak that is open from the sides, Vyeshem Dalat Kamfil Tzad Mata, you have four corners, and Lamala it's Tumim. So it depends if majority in Roif Stumim, if majority is closed, it's not Dalat Kampfels, you're potrom sitzes. In Roif Pasuach, if it's a majority open, you chaivim sitzes. Zokdim Chaba, in Chetzev Sosum, if it's Smack in the middle. Matila noisa lechuma. Lechuma, you put sitzes on there. Bechayev sitzes. Besofik darabonon. Sofik on the chiyav amil on the mitzvah sitzes. The ein yoytzim by b'shabes. It's a sofik if you mechayev sitzes. Sofik the rice, of course. However, ein yoytzim by b'shabes. On Shabbos, you cannot go into a shuzram with it because maybe you're not chayev sitzes. If you're not chayev sitzes, it's a, considered a masui and it's not a beggar. It's not a malbush. Zok the magen avrom chiddush. That even to a Carmelist, which is a Rishus Drabonon, you're not allowed to go out because the Suffolk is the Drabonon, you're not allowed to do the Chatrila. It's a Suffolk. 
On the Issa Drabonon, Carmelis, Sinana Golach had killed into a Carmelis. In fact, the Prima Godomy brings in the Sefer that the famous Shitas Arosh in Psochim, the Beisarisa brings in a tough Petes, holds that Svirus Oimer, Bismana Zed, since it's no carbon Oimer, is only Drabonon, according to most Poiskim, the Chayodim brings this Lalocha. And yet, the Halocha is, he paskins, that the Lalu be Soifer Lechatchila Ben Ashmoshes. So we see on a Brocha, on a Sophic Drabonon, you Lalu do Lechatchila on his Man Drabonon. So my shno, why is this different that the Inalar go even to a Carolis because there's a Sophic Drabonon? On a Sophic Drabonon, the Gabi Brochas, we see you make a Brochas, even Ben Ashmoshes. So why over here is it different that you Lalu go uh, make a Brochas Ben Ashmoshes on a Sophic Drabonon because it's Bisman Azer Drabonon? And why over here, you're not allowed to go to an Isra Drabonon Lechatechila into a Carmelis? After all, what's the difference? So Rav Shulman says, the Chorus is the Andra Shittis, the Shach brings that a cotton that's Noilad Ben Ashmoshes and the Shmini Shiloi ends up on Yontav Sheni. Yontav Sheni is the Rabonon. So it's divided to Yontav Sheni, Golis is the Rabonon. So, so, so the Mechaber says, it's not Doichi Yontav Sheni. And and he brings the rush like that also. You have to know why the rush is different by Svirus Oimer. But Kaponim, the Shach himself argues, and he says that a Sophic Mila Bismanoi is Doichi Yontav Sheni. So what, what's the difference? Why is it taka that a Mila, that Sophic Darabonon, you'll have to be Doicha on his man Darabonon, on Yontav Sheni? And, and why is it different than Svirus Oimer? The Darabonon, also we say that it's Mutter. He doesn't ask, he doesn't, he asked that from Svirus Oimer. He could have asked from this case of, of Mila. And why is it taka different than tzitzis? That tzitzis, we say that it's also to go to a Carmelist Zogdomogen Avrom. So he wants to be mechalak in Londis and differentiate, besides going to the fact that tzitzis is only a mitzvah kiyumis, and these are mitzvah kiyumis, Mila is a mitzvah kiyumis, etc. And Svirus Oimer is a mitzvah. But according to he wants mechalak as follows. He says that the reason why Mila, according to the Shach, is doicha, and tzitzis, that it's not doicha, is because Milo Vidir, the mitzvah is totally in the yom, in the yomtiv. The eighth day is on Yontav Shani. If you're not going to make the Mila today on Yontav Shani and you can wait for tomorrow, you're being doicha in the mitzvah. The Yontav Shani will be caused that you're being doicha in the mitzvah. Masha'enke mitzvah tzitzis is not totally in the is of Carmelis. You can make him, it's not mukha to make mitzvah tzitzis in this Carmelis. So you don't need the is of Carmelis to make the mitzvah. Yontav, you have to be able to make the mitzvah of Mila. So I've added doicha. So Mela, it's 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 about a different, and that's why you can follow between the two cases. And he says, well, then that's trying to Svirus Oimer. Svirus Oimer, right now, it's not Shach the the mitzvah of Svirus Oimer, unless you do it in Ben Ashmoshes. This is the Oif the Mekayimit. So that's why the mitzvah is Doicha, even on his man of a Sophic. Mashing at Sitzis is a separate din. Then he says a little more than that, and he says that by Mila, you Mekayim the mitzvah. If you do it no matter what, you're not an oral. After you did it, you're making the mitzvah. Just wear choishes that maybe you're oiv on the is of Yontav Shani. But it doesn't, it doesn't contradict the fact that you did it ben Ashma, that you did it now on Yontav Shani, Avarat Zakim mitzvah. Masha Enkein by, by, by Tzitzis, when a super gift is begged, Gufa is chayiv in Tzitzis. So Mela, you can't be oiv on something it's not, it's, doing the Kiyom Adin is not going to be, you're making the Mitzvah, the million, oh, it's oral, you're making the Mitzvah. Over here, Avadi, you're not going to be making the Mitzvah, that's good for the Sophic. So, Mele, you're not going to be, allow you to be Oivan Isid Rabbonon. This is similar to, to Tyson Sukkah. Tyson Sukkah, Dav Gimel, Tyson says that a Sukkah Ktan, a Kong Tebe Shamai, if Roy Shavu 
is the bias is, is the sukkah and shulchan b'tech bias. So shemim shachar shulchan is the tosis in alim yoytzer mitzvah deraisa. If a person ate in the sukkah in alim yoytzer mitzvah deraisa, frekin achroinim. Why is it different than shofar kvegin marochas in Megillah in marochas ches says shofar if you blow on Shabbos he yoytzer the mitzvah. Why is it different? Here you say you're not yoytzer if you sit in the sukkah town if you're not moishich, and here it says that you yoytzer the mitzvah shofar. As a matter of fact, there's a mission in Chobbez and Sukkah that says that Sukkah B'loy Sheilon, it's the Isid Rabbonon, Shema Yachtach's Moira. But if a person went and sat in the Sukkah on the Elon, he's Yaitza. So why is it taka different than Shema Yimshach that we say you're not Yaitza with the Raisa, come to Beishamai? And the Chilik is the same side that over here the Chashash is that maybe you'll be, you'll be, you'll be Mavid Dalal Amas B'Shusaravim. That's the Chashash by Shoifa. So even if you're Mavid Dalal Amas, it doesn't, it's not Soyce, it doesn't contradict to the Etz Mitzvah. So if you blow it, you're yoytze the mitzvah. The havara is dal alamaz, is not a contradiction to the ma'isa mitzvah. And same thing with Elon. Shem yachtach's moira is not a steer to the ma'isa kiyam mitzvah. Shem yachtach. But if you sat in the sukkah, of course you're mekayim. Masha enkin over here, by Shem yim shachach shuchonoi, the chashash goof is that it's a steer to the kiyam mitzvah. The kiyam mitzvah is to be in the sukkah. Shem yim shachach shuchonoi, if you didn't listen to the zeres chachomim, so we consider it as if you were moishach. So it's a steerer to the Gufa Mitzvah. It's the Chef to the Mitzvah, you're not. Similarly to over here, Avada, when you do the Maise Mila, the Gufa Mitzvah is the Skyim. It's Oisa Arla. So that's why Taka we say, and it's Taka different than the Mitzvah of Tzitzis. And, 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 and that's, that's how he's Mechalak in his Marocha, about in Be'er Sorim, about this Indian, about Sofik Dalbonon, the different aspects of it. Obviously, this doesn't do justice to Rav Shulman was. Rav Shulman was a Goin, in Bechol Machvene Atayra. His Torah should be his Chus. And that's and and we should all take walk away from this. If we like a Roman wrote in the 50s, an American-born person can become a Golubatera like the Fiodikaderis. It's a Mikhaya for us if we utilize our potential. Every person has within ourselves the potential. We should walk away from such an aspect and realize that we have within us not to suffice in what we do. But we have within us the potential to reach what our potential is, what we're able to attain. Like we see by Birchaz Yaakov, the Birchim says that the Ikataina, Birchim Lubavitz, the Ikataina was, Hishtamashim Be'umnesh Enishacha. Not that they killed out an innocent city, Shimon Belevi Achim, Hishtamashim Be'kleichomas, Dr. Rashi. You didn't utilize your umnus. Every person has to utilize their potential. The fact that they killed out an innocent city, that wasn't the Musa. The Musa was, That's If we utilize our own potential and we look at a yid like Hagoyim Reb Shmayo, it should not be an Eloi for his Neshama, Reb Shmayo, it should be an Eloi for his Neshama, it should be Zoycha. So the Biaz Mashiach Tzitkenu, Bilam Mavis Lanetzach, Umach Hashem Dimar Akalponim, Venoimar Omen. that uh, that I know that in this shloshim that his neshama is getting big nachas how you were from what he wrote when he was in his 20s the safer I think it came out in 1951 which would would make him approximately I guess in his in his late 20s um, and that, uh, that that we were I make into his yonim how you were masber so well, and I know that uh, it was a, it's a big ilui uh, for him, and I'm sure that he was at asachanogahat is maneyas haroish that as melans and shtikel and mefashteit was to see.
as I said before, we have the bracha of the mishpocha, and that means so much. Uh, the mishpocha mufueres shulman. Um, uh, we have with us Rabbi Eliezer Freilach, who is the um, the Rishkevu of the Shiva Gedeva, the five towns. Um, he uh, married uh, Rabbi Shulman's uh, granddaughter, and he told me last night that it was uh, uh, so. In, in some great sense, it's such a schus to have from the mishpocha uh, Rabbi Eliezer, who was not only to be mishamishim as a Talmud, but also to have the kurvkait, the nunkait of, of a ben mishpocha. Also, I want to thank Rabbi Eliezer for agreeing mamish at the last minute uh, to, uh, to, to, to to be maspid and to give us divrei zikaron of his of his illustrious grandfather. Um, I should also mention before Rabbi Eliezer, before you begin that um, I heard of Rav Shulman, of course, in Ner Yisrael. Uh, he was always considered the top, top person who ever came out of Ner Yisrael. There was a list. You know, Ner Yisrael was sort of like, when you went there, it was like a college that you knew who were the great names, which jerseys Lahavda were retired. We knew Rav Shulman, ah, that's one of the great, you would always hear about it. And uh, the Rosh Hashiva of Ner Yisrael called me last night, and he told me that you have to get Rav Eliezer Freilich because he's, it's so tzugipas. He's not just the Ben Mishpocha, but he's the right person exactly for the job. The Rav Shraga Neuberger was mamlitz on you, and it's a schus for us to hear you. Rav Freilich, please. When I'm here talking about Rav Shulman Zatzal, it reminds me of the Gemara in my cotton. The Gemara says, when Rabbi Rav Hamnunas Arn was brought from Babel to Eretz Yisrael, because there was also Zeichet Kvur in Eretz Yisrael. <clears throat> the Gemara says, Pazach Yahu Yenuka. They had a hespid, and it says that uh, the child, that young child was the, was, was started off his hespid, Geza Yishishim Olam Yibavel. That if he, the, the old Meyuchas, who was uh, the rabbi of Avnuna, who were from the Yishishim, from the Ziknei, in Babel, that now they were oil and the Imai Sefer Mulchamais, and they brought with them their Sefer Mulchamais. So, first of all, I feel I'm Hahu Yanuka. I was born 40 years after Maran Rav Moshe Feinstein called Rav Shulman a Mar Hagodel in the 50s. And um, you know, just uh, I, I, I'm, we're coming from the perspective of of, of a Yanuka, of, of somebody who's uh, a, a young a, a young child, Klape the Geza Yishishim, Klape the the, the 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 one of the Zikne Hadar who represents from the like Rudman wrote, I think it was previously mentioned in the Hakdama to the Be'er Sarim, was the the first American grown the first American grown Godel, and if you think about the, the the world that I grew up in, where there are hurricane year thousands, tens of thousands of Neitaira, compared to the world that that the the Zayda went to yeshiva. I don't know if there were I don't know if there were three hundred yeshivalites in Gans America. I, I don't think that's a I don't think that's a a a, 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 a bad estimate, right? And it, it wasn't a mekubal. It wasn't something that was automatic, like we're to have nowadays. It's something that that was as machayva a a behirus hadas, you had to have a behirus hadas. You had to have a clarkite in what the tachlis is, and the clarkite in 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 in, in, in what's made to tamer chacham. The clarkite in what, 
was meant ideas to to have that to have that drive to go beyond and we show some of the 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 dvarim of the of the Deliador of that time of 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 the Baltimore Shiva and, and of Aaron and 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 Ramosha and the Imay Sefer Mulchamais Taka but to talk to the Zayda was at the same time he was it was an interesting thing that at the same time he could talk to even young children he could talk to anybody on their level right but if if Imay Sefer Mulchamais he was he was he was uh, uh, to 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 learning he, he would. He would fight back. He would bring a raya, he bring a kasha. If he didn't like something, he let you know about it. The malchamtoshar, the on the learning. He had a. It bothered him the learning. It was that the that was that was part of the imay sefer malchamos. That's the that's the gemara in in white cotton. I thought it's it's interesting that the the, the hashkacha kefir that the the zedu was nifter in the the week before Hanukkah and taka the the shiva went. Into the into the Hanukkah, I was thinking that there was a minute that he had, at least my my shver, I think got it from 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 his father, that um, on erev Hanukkah to lane the nevuah in Chagai Perik base, from the Kafachaim, a minute in erev Hanukkah to learn to to to, to lane this this nevuah, very interesting nevuah that the Navi says. Was given to Chagai on Esen Va'arba L'Chodesh on the on the twenty fourth of the Chodesh Atshi. The Esen Va'arba L'Atshi Vishnashtein L'Dar Yavish. That's how the Nevuah starts in Parak Beis Posag Yod in in Chagai. And the Navi talks about that that, that the Rishon was Mitzava Chagai to go and ask the Kayanim about the Hilchas Tumah Vatara. The Gemara, the whole Sugi between Rishon Eskan Akayanim and Masechet Psachim. Is going through this sugya. What exactly was he asking them? Very complicated. And Santa Minik to lay this on Arab Hanukkah. Taka the end of Nevuah is, is, is a Nevuah about the Rishon says that he's going to build the Bayasheni, which we know that the state in in, in Swarm and Sefer Echolos. That they only were maskim, so to speak, only maskim to, to build by Yisheni if it will be nizgala that tefarta shall teresh It was this man of teresh and that's the hakdoma. That's the hakdoma to Hanukkah. That was the the, the tkufa, the stalkus that when 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 Shimon was nifter. <clears throat> I think it's it's very appropriate because in the um, about a hundred years ago. In Kovna sat a, a, a young Talmud Chacham of one of the G'dayle B'chir B'nei HaYeshivas. And he wrote a sefer called Avedis Slavid, the Yeshivas itself from Baltimore wrote the sefer, which was, was the, the G'dayle Adar of that door and it spoiled Avram from the, the Hekif and from the Kharifas and from the Pekias of that sefer. And he writes in the Akdoma, what am I doing writing a sefer on 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 in Yonim and Kachim Gagan Valias Le Niskachu, the the world is is the world is melting in front of our eyes. Basically, he writes the Haskala is all over the place. The Bnei Torah are the the, the 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 everything's in crisis. What am I doing writing such a sefer? Right, <clears throat> echoing the words of echoing the words of Reb Chaim in the Hakdamat Achiezer, and he brings this. He brings this Misa 
this this nevua of Chagai brings this nevua that that I, I, you see what was going on. What was going on is before Vayisheni. They were they were married to Nashim Nachrios. The the, the Pesukim say in Ezra Nachemia, the Klaus all coming back from Bavel were 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 not be be be, be Madrega, right? And here here the Navi is instructed to go and ask them Tifa Cheshbainis from the heart of Sugius of of of, of Tuma Shalas Hakayan Im Torah. You should go ask them. You should go give them a fahir on Shlishi Lutuma, Ravi Lutuma, Hayikdosh, the halachas of Tuma Vatara. That's what they should be busy with. And so there are Shiva's Yeah, that's that's the Nitzchias of Torah. I don't have the lush in front of me, but that's the Nitzchias of Torah. That even when Kla Yisrael is is Bishvala Madrega, that they should that that the Torah blood, the Torah's Netzach, that the the Torah Bishlei Musa, the Torah with the whole hekif of the Torah, the Torah with 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 every prat and every tzitzim uprachim and kafter v'ferach in the Torah, that is what's going to ensure the kiyum Torah and the nitzchis of the Torah. <clears throat> so I think that that's why the minig ulai, that's why the minig is to 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 to, to do that to to lane that as a hakdama to the yontav of Hanukkah, where it was the 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 mysterious nefesh of the of the ma'at of the rabban be'ad ma'atim of the ma'at of the people who were moser the mysterious nefesh to the rebbeinish lailam that's what that's what that that that's how there was the nitzachin of Hanukkah as egmar shemizmar Hanukkah mizbeach the gemara that Hanukkah mizbeach is lost lavai that's that's that ensures the nitzvahs of the Torah and I think as much as Rav Levit said that the that the the derech halimud of 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 the Zayda Zatzal certainly was very powerfully mushbach from the Shiva Zatzal from a Ruderman. The the Hekif, the fact that the Torah is Grice, the fact that the Torah is 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 Vishlay Musa, the fact that it's it's not it's not Klein Kepeldik. It's it's with the whole it's it, it's with the it's with the whole idea. It's with the it's with, it's understanding the the the, the godless and the rayimus of the Torah as much as that was there. I believe in a very real way the, 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 the that the Zayda was an embodiment of this vision of the Rashi's itself. That that even when things around are are poshet and things are not are, are not are not are not. With with grace to remain with that the hiras hadas to remain with the with the uh, with the Clarkite that the Torah is a Torah netzach and I'm going to learn anan bididon veinu bididu I'm going to learn with 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 that rhymes with that with that hasoda and watch everything else develop around that and watch the Torah do what the Torah does that the Torah is part of a rava I think that very much. Encompasses what the what the life of this Gaza Yishishim of this of this Sakana Dar embodies. I, I live currently in Kew Garden Hills, where I, mo- I moved in after the Zayda have already moved out. But um, I used to go visit um, when when uh, when we were home for Ben Azman, I used to go visit when he still lived in Kew Garden Hills, and we would come over and which moves with a few minutes with with. Uh, with Vavilei uh, Shalom and Zayda Zitzal, and and then he say, "Okay, come, I have to give a shir in the shul before Mincha." I think uh, Rabbi Wilner was there a few times with us also, right? Come, I have to give a shir. So I figured, okay, Zayda's giving a shir. Imagine who's going to show up. This is a regular Tuesday afternoon before Mincha, and and three three yidden come in, 
they're not holding by any darga and learning. They're they're the shenim. They come to to hear Rav Shulman give a shi before he opens up the Gemara Nazir and he starts, right? And and this is how he was mashpia on 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 in that community. He wasn't officially in the in the position of a rav in that community. I think. He was uh, he was on the call list. If they had a shail in the mikveh, he was the second on the list after Lahalim Feinstein, after Peretz Steinberg, Shlita. But um, he was he was consulted by other rabbanim on on shailas, But he gave he gave the shiurim, and I, we would go on on the Shabbos morning. He would give he went to a shkomen and he would give a shir. He would give a drasha during the davening, and then a shir after the davening. Right, they would learn. Uh, he would say a vart in the parsha, and he would say he would. They would learn a gemara al there Again, the the chevra were not on his madriga, but he had that clarkite that this is how this is how it is. Shalas akahanim tyra. We're going to be holding in the in the in the whole amkus in the whole hekiv of tyra, and we're, and keep it on that madriga, and 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 the rest of klaisrol is going to shtozertu to what that is. That's what. Um, and 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 Taka, we find that from from the people of that shchuna, there were there were there were there were children of that shchuna, who who Taka vaxtois grace of and 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 when I bump into them, I say that I'm related to Rav Shulman. So they say, oh, he, he was my rebbe, and now he's a he's one of the uh, a big paisik, a big tamachacham, magidi shir in Lakewood, paiskim in other places in America, and they all looked at him as their rebbe. What did he teach them already when they were 13? They came over and they, and they learned tomorrow with them, but he's the Rebbe because he gave them that dogma, that dogma of what it means, uh, a shlemus and yidiyas atar, not to have, not to have a clean kefala look at, um, a look at, uh, at tar. Just give one example of, of a vart that the, that the Zayda said that shows how the very tar can be anim and ashir This is in Sukkah Shalim. Over there, he's talking about the Shvius. He's talking about the Inyanim of Esargim and Shvius. And he brings over there a chuba from the Nitziv, that the Nitziv was, Nitziv was handling about um, how, how you can be, how you can make sure not to, not to have a situation of, of Schaira with, with, the, with the Esrigs. And the Nitziv writes that he made sure to use the Esrig, Bahakofa. And then after Yantif, after it was already Nechal the Esrik, so only after that did he did he did he did he give the money for it. That way there's no tzad that there'd be any tvisas dom and tvisas kedusha on the on the on the mois that he's giving. It wasn't gotten by a covered Ezra, it wasn't even benimtza by the time that he that he paid for the Esrik. As they shrapped the Nitziv. So the Zayda writes in Sukasholim is vice dice that the Nitziv holds that Kenyan Darbana Mahani Daraisa. Right, totally different circuit than what the Nitziv is talking about. The Nitziv is talking about Tfis Dom on 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 the Domim of Teirishvius. Um, we can bring an arrive from the Nitziv to a totally different circuit, because the Chayyur all he did was a Kenyan a Kenyan Hagvor, Kenyan Mashiach. If you hold that Varatar Mo is Kainos and Mashiach is only the Rabbanon, so he only had a Kenyan Rabbanon. What's with Lachem? It's vice that it didn't bother the Nitziv. Vice that the Nitziv holds that uh, it's good and fine to use Kenyan Mashiach, Kenyan Hagvor. For um, for and they don't have a problem with lochem in fiyamtavrishin of 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 of, of sukkis. Another vart that uh, I think very much encapsulates the the Zayda's life is in 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 sefer by midbar, in in, in the sefer merish and, and I've heard it from him himself. 
<coughs> he mentioned that what's the pshat and the shiras habe'er? Be'er chafaru asarim taka, name one of the sarim, be'er sarim, the first sefer. Be'er chafaru asarim karu and adivim. What's Klai Yisrael singing about the be'er? Now, the also talk about uh, we don't find the shira on the Naniyakov, we don't find the shira on the Mon. What's the, what's the shira on the be'er? So he said, and it's a little bit biographical, autobiographical. If you think about it, he said, the Klai Yisrael is now finishing 40 years of sitting in the midbar. He said, this is the, the golden atkufa of, of, this is the, the golden era of Klai Yisrael, sitting by the feet of Maishar Abenu, learning Tyre Mipiv, without any, without any tirdis, without any, um, anything else, sitting in the Tzel Ashkina, the singing shir at the end of those 40 years, on the on 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 the on this golden kufa that now is going to is going to be moving on to the to the kufa of Eretz Yisrael. That's the shear of the bear. It's really a shear on the on on the forty years in Kail the Kali Yisrael had in the um, had in the midbar. Just wanted to uh, to share one zikaron. I remember when we were sitting by the Pesach Seder. So of course he was saying vertlach the whole time. Some more lamdish, some more pashat kedarka. And I remember we got the end of at the end of Magid, and we were saying the the Asher uh, Golano. When we got to when he, when we were when 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 the when the says we, we asked to be Vayneshem that we should be Zoychi Yagienu Smech Medinim and Yirecha Venoychal Shaman Hazvachem Napsachem. He missed it over. He got very misragish from that. And it reminded me of something that um, that my 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 great uncle of Schwab said about um, he said about um, what's the pshat that what's the uh, what's the idea that mistam is compared to so he said that the Mar says in Brachis that gedoyla deyish nitna bein shteyoisius that kikel deyish Hashem deya is is between the two shemas of a kodesh baruch and mikdash we also find mikdash Hashem kaniyedech is between the two shemas of a kodesh baruch so he said by a talmud chacham even though we have a churban of the physical base mikdash but when there's a talmud chacham in other kodesh baruch hu l'dal amos shalalocha bovad and that dal amos shalalocha everything is there there's kaihanim ba'avidosim l'viim b'shemuzim the whole in the, in the day of the Tamil Chacham, who's a, 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 a Sholem the, the, the it's, it's like in the Mikdash. It's in the day of, of, of Tamil Chacham, in those Dalaram Shalacha, Alts is Dor. Everything is there. So that, that, that was, to me, that was my impression of what was going on. Hitaka saw the Noichal Shom and Azvacham and Apsacham, which Hitaka all be Zoycha together to 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 learn from his drachim like the end of the uh, of the of the Gemara might come that I mentioned at the beginning that's the same hespid of Ahu Yanuka that we're holding in a in a situation of of Kotzaf
from uh, from the Niftel. And I think that uh, it just reminds us of how geschmack the Torah is and how this, this Oitzer Mole needs to be mined and, and developed and, and be nespashit. And I think that our, our, our last uh, speaker is someone who has been working hard at doing that. Um, recently, uh, he has, he's, recently, he's published uh, a number of Dvarim, uh, 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 that that the the nifter has spoken about, uh, he had been the Talmud Muvak of the nifter, and in many ways been responsible for reminding Klal Yisrael that there's this there was a, there was a goin who was with us, a goin that needs to be understood and appreciated. So in many ways, uh, Rav Avram Yaakov Vilner has been uh, in a way keeping the the incredible idea of of of, of Shmaryo's Torah. It alive for us, and uh, I, I, if, if he would, he, again, he, call, he answered the call at the last minute, and of course, he agreed immediately uh, to share with us. Uh, Rabbi Avram Yankiv was also the machaber of uh, the Sefer Matnas. Um, am, I, am I saying it right? Matnas Avram? Minchas Avram. The Minchas Avram. I was able to look a little bit at it today, and I, I know that your Rebbe is, is having big ano from the, 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 the derech that you were makabel from him, and how your mamshech, his Torah, his derech and Torah weiter. So, Rabbi Avram Yaakov Vilner, please. Okay, thank you, Rabbi Kivalevich, for this opportunity. Uh, as mentioned by the previous speakers, Rabbi Bag and the Enichel Referlach, that Shulman, he definitely was an Eloi, and it was stressed how he sat in Agudas Arabonim. If you think about it, he, he was in session together with people like and Ravankin, or Blaze of Silver, or Moshe. He would speak about sessions that he sat with them. He was much younger than them. He was obviously an Eloy out of a disproportionate Eloy. And um, he actually told me once that he didn't really want to let him on to that good Rabbanim in the beginning because he was so young. He was so much younger than all the other Rabbanim. But Rav Naftali Tzvi, who the Rif, who was on that good Rabbanim, knew him well and he pushed for him to be accepted. So Rav Zeltzer, Rav Zeltzer, who was then the, the president, or maybe Sagan Nasi, someone in power, then I go to Sarabonim, agreed to Faherit. And if he passed the Faher, he would put him on. And, so, and obviously he passed the Faher. I don't know. He never told me what the Faher was, but I imagine it was a pretty rough Faher to be uh, put on the Agudas Sarabonim at that age. That is one example. Of, obviously, he was an Eloy that's hard to relate to. Another thing mentioned that Rav Levich mentioned hearing from Ramnata about Rav Shulman, I just want to add that the first time I ever saw Ramalta Greenblatt, I was at a chasana, and I wanted to like, make conversation with him. So I asked him, do you know Rav Shmaiyo Shulman? I was close to him there. I thought it would be a good like, conversation piece to strike up a conversation with Ramalta. So Ramalta says, if I know Shmaiyo Shulman, he goes, in the 40s, as given Hashem Dovor. In the 40s, everyone knew him. He was a known person in the 40s. That's over 70 years ago, he was a known person. And, and one other thing I want to add about his Yiluyish kind was, his best friend in life was a prime Zimmerman. He said he told me more than once his closest friend was a prime Zimmerman, who was obviously a, a very well known Eloy. To the extent that he told me, I'm putting two and two together, that he once told me that when Chaim Zimmerman wanted to like befriend somebody or see if they're really Tom Kochum, or someone was introduced to Chaim Zimmerman as Tom Kochum, he would say, Okay, tell me a hundred machlekes in Rambam Raibid. And he said, If you could if you could if you could answer, then he thought, Oh, you're you're a somebody. And that's that's what Shulman told me. On the other hand, he also told me many times how close he was to Prime Zimmerman, and Prime Zimmerman would, would initiate conversations with him and learning 
So I don't know if Rabbi Zimmerman ever gave him that fahir, but it's very likely that he did, and very likely that, you know, it, just, to, just to keep a conversation with Rabbi Zimmerman, it sounded like he had to be a tremendous ilui. He once mentioned to me that he, he enjoyed talking and learning with many people, but he said Rabbi Zimmerman he said, was impossible to argue with. He said he was such an ilui that they were once standing together in the library, in Fifth Avenue Library in Manhattan. And Rabbi Zimmerman quoted a Gemara Nadarim. I don't remember which Gemara was. He said it's Gemara Nadarim. And in the Fifth Avenue Library, speaking and learning, and Rabbi Zimmerman quoted a Gemara Nadarim. So Rabbi Shulman said to him, that that's not the Lashon of the Gemara. So Rabbi Zimmerman said, it is. They were going back and forth. So they took out, so Rabbi Zimmerman went and took out a Tshuva's Harajba. And in the middle of a Tshuva, the Rajba quoted a Gemara Nadarim. And he quoted it with the gear so that he, he said it, the way Rabbi Zimmerman said the Gemara. So Bishloman was like telling me he was a little bit like, you know, like Lahach is quoting a Girsa from the Chuvas Arajwans. And maybe I'm just bringing out an example of what type of evil you had to be to have a conversation with the Chaim Zimmerman. And they had many conversations. They spoke many times and learning all areas of Shash. And tell me how he spoke to him in Tyrus and things. Just, just that, just a little feel of what kind of evil he was. And obviously, there's a lot to talk about that. But I wanted to speak about some more like relatable points and his Ibuish Kite and that. That head that in the twenties in his twenties already on the good it was a candidate for Gudasar Abundant and Bakabasfarum. It's not the most relatable thing to the average person. But what I feel is somewhat relatable from, from Rabbi Shulman's life was two things. First of all, he always he liked to say over a Misa that I heard him say this in the Shear in Queens, and he said it privately that to me what I want, that he, he knew a, a Talmud Chacham in Karakwe named Rabdavid Rachman. David Rachman, he told me, was a musmach from Mrs. Alman or Lofer. He came over from Europe. First, he was in Albany. Then he settled in Parakwe. So Rishulman used to go in and speak to him in learning. And once, when he, uh, when Rishulman at that point was already dealing in stocks, so he mentioned to Rabbi, Rabbi Rachman that he suggests that he buy stocks in a company called Bethlehem Steels. So Rabbi Rachman went and bought, bought stocks in that company. A few months later, the stocks already went up a lot. So Rishulman advised Rabbi Rachman, his next visit, it's a good time to sell. Let's sell out your shares now. So Rabbi Rachman paused for a minute and says, one second, the Gemara says, because I'll say in Brochus, when you make a sale, the Teva is, I mean, unlike the Rabbi Shalom, the Teva of a person, the Moicher is Otsi, the person who sells is sad, and like, Keach, Sameach, guy buying it is happy. Here's the Chaket from Chazal. Here, I'm happy to sell off my, I'm, the, I'm selling off my shares. Bethlehem Steels is buying back my, my shares. They're un, not unhappy about it that I'm pulling out my investment. It's the exact opposite of what Chazal say the Teva of a sale is supposed to be. So I'm not sure I want to do it. That's what Rishulman responded to Rishulman's advice to sell out his uh, shares in Bethlehem Steels. So Rishulman told me that he disagrees with the Cheshbon. No, he's not a Cheshbon because, I mean, he said, hey, heck, you ever sell a bottle of milk in a supermarket? I mean, obviously the Moicher is happy to sell it. And the Lekeach is happy to receive it. He goes, Rabbi Rachman could answer back that, well, they are both are happy. But th- in this case, it's the exact opposite of what Chazal said. But still, Rishulman told me he felt the Cheshbon is not correct because the Gemara is only talking about when a person sells machmas ad-doichak, when a person is really poor and he has to sell his stuff to, uh, to stay afloat, then he's otzi. But otherwise, in general sale, we don't say that. But the point I want to bring out is that Rishulman told me he loves saying over this Maisa, even though he holds the Cheshbon is wrong. Why? He goes, because he wants to show people what is the most, you say, of an amol dikiyid, an old time yid, that whatever he did, when he moved, every move that he made had to work with with Chazal, it had to stim with every, every move that he made when, you, when he was advised to sell a, a share in a stock, right away, what does Chazal say about a sale? First thing that comes up is, what does, what does the Torah say about this? Now, that Mida, I saw Barabbas Shulman many times. 
he, I, he enjoyed saying no about Rabbi Rachman, but I was looking to see it in him himself. The primary example, I mean, give many examples, but with time is short, I want to, the primary example I think that really brings this out was I once visited him when he was living in Flatbush on Owen 23rd. I called him in advance, letting him know that I'm coming to make sure it's a good time for him. He said, yeah, he, well, he wants it's a good time, but he asked me, do I mind that he wants to go out to Avenue M? He has a few stops he has to make, okay, can I take him? So I said, sure, no problem. And when I got there, he told me there was um, somebody, I don't remember either his daughter or landlord, somebody arranged for some cleaning help in the house to come clean the house. So we were sitting, talking, and the, the bell rang, and the cleaning lady came in. So Michelle said, oh, it's a perfect time to go. Let's go now. We can go now. We can go now to Avenue M. So as I was a little surprised that Michelle, he never met her before. It's not the regular cleaning lady or whatever. I was a little surprised that he was comfortable just leaving herself in the house for two hours. And so I, I was thinking, about should I ask him, should I mention something? Obviously, he knows what he's doing. I'm not going to question him, but as he was about to get in the car, I wanted to make sure that he was really okay with this. I, wanna, I don't want to like start driving. It's like, no, nah, I really shouldn't leave her there and go back. So I said, are you okay? Are you sure you're okay? You're leaving her in the house. Uh, I knew he didn't have any oh, jewelry and silver out, but I still thought it was a little strange that somebody never met just to leave her in the house for two hours alone. Is it, are you sure you're okay with this? So his immediate reaction was, well, and he goes, I don't have wine. What's she going to ask her? I was so like taken aback. He understood my question as, and what's the halachic problem leaving there? Obviously, that's not what I had in mind when I asked that. He said, I don't have any wine. What's, what's there to ask him? I was so like, like surprised by his answer. Like, so I'm not wired that way to think, you know, in the exact, in the old terms of halacha when I came back to Lakewood afterwards. I asked a few friends of mine, what do you think comes to mind when I ask you, are, are you okay with leaving someone else? Yeah, of course, for money, stealing, whatever. But it was amazing where Shulman's reaction to my question was, I don't have wine. There's no, there is nothing to steal. There's nothing to ask her. I'm sorry, there's nothing to ask her. That's an example, of, a strong example of whatever he did. Everything he did was connected to halacha. Every move that he made was he thought on, in the wavelengths of halacha. And I think perhaps that, that could be the reason. Now, I heard this from Rafferet Steinberg. Told me, I heard this mice originally from somebody else, but I confirmed it with Rafferet Steinberg to be a true story. That Rafferet Steinberg was once sitting next to Ramesha taking shimush. And a fellow walked in and asked Ramesha, are you allowed to be a stockbroker for a living? So Ramosha said, yeah, Ken Shulman, he sells stocks. Is that Simeon's Mimeg? That was the exact quote that Ramosha said. So uh, Ramosha said, it's a Simeon that you're allowed. So Parents uh, Starbuck, after you left, it's mentioned to, uh, to Ramosha that maybe it's not such a riot from Rabbi Shulman because the question was, could you do it for a living? Rabbi Shulman's living is tired. It happens to be, he needs to earn income. So he involves himself in stocks, but it's not his living. You know, so Ramosha enjoyed that. He smiled. But either way, Ramosha uncharacteristically answered a Shaila. I mean, I was not Ramosha's before my times, but I was like to meet many people who knew Ramosha very well. It wasn't the standard way how Ramosha answered Shaila. I think it was straight from the Gemara. He had Raius. He didn't say, oh, point he does. This person does it to Simon Azmameg. But to this question, he said to Simon Azmameg. I think, I think that Ramosha knew this meter in Rabbi Shulman. And he knew him very, Ramosha and Rabbi Shulman were very close. And he knew this media for Bishulman went into stocks. It was it was well researched. He thought about it. He didn't just go into stocks. It sounds like a good idea. Everything that he did had the halachic background behind it to make sure that it was correct. Bishulman mentioned to me once that his Ganadin in this world, he once said that loves me. His Ganadin in this world was when he was a rub in Jersey City. He used to take the ferry across the river to the Lower East Side. So Ramosha and Michael Feinstein were, were, would sit together because you get to speak to them both at the same time. Many times they spoke to Ramayish without Michael, but he said when they were together, it was really his Ganadin. And he also mentioned to me that when he put out his first safe of Arasarim, almost every shtickle that's in there, he ran by Ramayish first. And he would tell me that it's Ramayish who was unbelievable, just protected from Ramayish. He said every simon, it was different. He could have made a shvur that Ramayish learned that day. 
He said how, how involved the relationship was in each sim that he brought up. But either way, that's just one point that I wanted to bring out from Shulman's life, that this Mita, how he praised everybody Rackman for being someone who lived his life, stimming it with Chazal and Shulmanarach is something that could be said about him. But the remaining time is one to say one other Nakuda. Like mentioned before, he was definitely a tremendous Eloi. He, he was in the company of Eloiim by his Rabbi Ruderman or his friends, like I am Zimmerman, Yudhika Shumi, and other people he considered his friends. He was a tremendous Mavakish from the greatest minds of the generation in, in, in the 40s and 50s. He used to tell me when he was a Rav in Norwich, he used to enjoy every Sunday, he used to go up to Boston to hear the Shurim from Ramad Chaisavitsky. He said he used to give a shir to all the, all the London of New England, he told me. Because in Sakhakal, if you're lucky, seven people came. That's what he was talking about, what kind of world there was then, because seven people came. So the shear with the Gans Babli and Yashalmi went on in the shear there, Barab Savitsky, and he would tell me about the days that he, believe uh, either the, the late 40s or 50s when Chaim Heller used to give shiurim in Mitzvah in the summer. In the summertime, he used to give shiurim, he used to go up to hear him, kind of a chaye was to listen to Chaim Heller. He was to go on and on, he used to go out every Tuesday, he wouldn't miss a Tuesday, Barab Yashar Basalavechik in Manhattan. He, he, he really enjoyed going to shiurim of the, great, of the greatest minds of the generation. Yet, I think it was a fascinating thing about him was, despite these people were all his, his, his like crowd, so to speak, he had such a, it was, as mentioned earlier, he had a tremendous, it's definitely not a novel, uh, he, he had such a bikush from any Torah, he would, I mean, there are many other people today, many Chashav Rabbanami even, but many people, many decades younger than him, he would go listen to the shiurim. Most, I think, I mean, I've been around enough to know most people's teva, is when you see such gedolim, you went to Shurim, like, ah, who's there today to go listen to? And that's the Teva people. Rabbi Shulman was the exact opposite. He was a himself to everybody. Like Rabbi Rabag mentioned, he came in as a simple person to the court. I just want to add to what Rabbi Rabag was saying, that not only did, did he show Rabbi Rabag Darcheretz in front of him, uh, he used to tell me sometimes, I would ask him things in the courtyard, are you doing this, are you doing that? Because Rabbi Rabag's the Mardaster here, whatever he says, he'll do. So again, was his mind with lightning, whatever he said, Rabbi Rabag's the Mardaster here. He had that tremendous midah of like maybe chashur people much younger than him. He had that same like the, the rav. He didn't have this idea of oh, I saw the big people. I'm not interested in anybody else. He used to go to the, the shiurim like Rabbi mentioned the dagemi shir. And when he was in Ateras Avos in Brooklyn, he went to the dagemi shir there and other shiurim. Any shir that went on, he went to. And he didn't have this thing that he's older and from a different generation. Had chats to far greater people. And I, I once been I once called his house while his wife was still alive in Queens and. She picked up the phone and I, I said, can we speak to Rishulman? She goes, hold on, hold on one second. Oh, Rishulman, because oh, your friend is on the phone. He had no, he had no boundary, he had no thing of like, he was six decades older than me. He didn't have that, like, he's older and he had such a beat push. And, and I once said, another story that, that comes to mind was, I once brought him to an event and, and Ramosha took you to leave Shul and Flatbush. And there was an event to benefit Harazesim, to, to raise money to restore farm in Harazesim. And he told me, Rishul Kamenetsky was going to be there. He wants to give Shalom to him. He gives Shalom to him because he knows him for so many years. He asked if I could take him to the event. So when we got there, Rabbi Leif uh, whispered uh, to me, uh, take him up to the, to the dais. So I asked him, Rishul, do you want to let's go up to the dais? He said, no, he doesn't want to. He wants to sit in the, amongst the crowd. He's not interested in the dais. Fine. A, few, a, a, a day or two later, I was talking to Rishul about uh, the event, we're reminiscing about the event. You would talk about, about different speakers, what they said. So I mentioned to him, oh, a relief one, you to go up to the dais. And um, he, he didn't go on. A relief mentioned to me on the way out that he, because he didn't do your job, I asked you to bring your official up to the dais. I said, oh, what's this? Dude, he, don't want, he doesn't want, he doesn't want, I can't, he's not, I can't make him go up there. He, he said, he doesn't want, I said, okay. So I mentioned, I told that to Mishulman, so Mishulman, like, with real 
innocent got like, oh, because oh, I didn't know that Rabbi Leif wanted. He thought I was asking him, does he want to go on the days? I didn't tell him at the time that Rabbi Leif asked him to go on to the days. He said, oh, Rabbi Leif, he had the Rabbi, he goes, he's the Mara Nasa there. He was really bothered that he like slighted the COVID of Rabbi Leif. Rabbi said, I didn't know that Rabbi Leif asked him to go. See, he told, told me, I should have told him that, that Rabbi Leif is the one who asked him to go on to the days. I'm just bringing out as many more stories. I just want to like just bring out this point that just to sum up that he had this need of, of Bikush HaTorah and it was whether it was going to Shiurim by people much younger than him or talking to learning and learning with any level of any age he enjoyed and he didn't have this thing. I spoke to people like Chaim Zimmerman who would rattle off Shasta inside out backwards. It's not how he handled it. He enjoyed talking to each person at every age. He had a tremendous derecheretz for people at any age and any position. He had Tol Hachna in front of them. And those, I think, are, are um, two big meters that we learned from his life. That's Shavu Lechol Nefesh. Thank you. As the Gemara says, that uh, that the eager by the Espeda is, is, the, is to be Metzayer, the Mensch, because as we know, the, the great Maspidim were able to bring, I, I, I think we all felt the, the, the Ruach, of 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 Shmario here when you were speaking that uh Hashem I, I you know again it's, as someone who's really wasn't zayicha to, to know him everybody is saying what's ma'ir to me is when we speak about the, the who is the shmir, the shemim of derech eitzchayim of Teira it's clear that Rav, Rav Shulman was one of the shemim of derech eitzchayim the and we know when the Teira writes about this the Teira says that it's there's a lot cherav amisapeches. Which is which is a sword that twirls. It's fire. We all heard about Rav, Rav Shmaryo's his his sharf kite. He didn't brook fools easily. There was a certain sense that there was the lahat of the cherev of Teira, and it was in a way twirling. And it's scary in a way when you're when you when you get to such big people. But who is the one that's holding it? The kruvim are holding it. Rashi says by the kruvim in Parshas. Uh, in Parsha's Truma, Rashi says that Kruv is Miwashin Kiruvya, like a child. That even though there's 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 a there's a there's an ava of of, of a child, a playfulness. That even though the, 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 he was a Sarateira in terms of being Shomer, who is Nichnas? Were you able to say a hundred kashas, a hundred machleks uh, in the Rambam and Raivad? And even though it would seem that it's impossible to be part of it, but his 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 personality. And the Ava that he had, the fact that he was willing to learn with anyone, the fact that, of course, it's a sheer, yes, it's taka, the fiery of the lata chera misapeches, but there's the sense that you can make that jump. You can be part of that. We have Baruch Hashem people here that are part of our, our listening group who have told me that they called Rosh Shulman up and they came, yeah, come, I'll be your chabrusa, I'll learn with you, come and learn, whoever it was. And as you said perfectly, that is the sense, not so much that I would say just a little bit different that with Torah, age is only a biographical curiosity. In, in the Olam of Torah, it's Nitzchias. The Derech Chaim, there is no age. Everything is, is, is the Chayi Netzach. 60, 30, 20. When we're in Torah, we're all, in a sense, in the life of Netzach. There is no musig of, 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 of an amount of age of who you are. Once you're, when you share that biyachad, of course, everybody is welcome. And and and, and Rav Shulman was was Zoha to be a model of that for us, and that is something which we desperately need. I want to again. I, I'm just going to bear. I'm going to pause for a second so I can put up on the screen one small. This is the piece on uh, in Parshas Vayigash 
in the Mayor Shkibira. So I'm just going to read it over a little bit and just to bring out something, if you don't mind. Um, the, um, as you know, Vayipal Yosef al Tzavar ben Yomin, Ochiv, Vayevch, Ubenyomin Boch al Tzavarov. So he brings, uh, uh, Rav quotes, of course, the Gemara Megillah that Rashi brings, that each one was crying, Al Kurban Chaveirin. Yosef Boch al Shtei, Bote Miktosh, Bechelet ben Yomin, Sheyichrevu. Yosef was crying because he was massing the Miktosh Rishon, Miktosh Sheni, which, of course, Ritzuah Shal ben Yomin in the Mokam HaKadosh, that was going to be Nechrav. And Binyamin was Bocha al Mishkan Shiva. Then the first thing he says is, that's Tama Musar. <laughs> and this is a, 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 from Neri Yisro. I used to, this is the type of idea you would say, Pasha, that itself is a Musar Godel. But he explains why. Then he just made, it's more than just, you would say, care for another person, cry about another person's tsar. Then he says, Re'e B'medrish Pliya, should Savar Remiz Malchus, Malchus Yeruvim V'achav. That that somehow that's and, and Yehu. So it's one thing if you're crying on the the korban of the Beis Hamikdash, but the Medrash plea and why it's pleadic because you'd be crying on Yeruvim, you'd be crying on Malchus Achav, right? Shaloyis Kaimu. That Lachayra is, we know that that was a Malchus that was with Avedah Zorah, that was a Malchus that was a Kera from Malchus Yisro, from Malchus Yehuda. That's something to cry over. Now, he also mentions that, the, and, and, and Yosef was crying about Malchusho. That's maybe not such a horror. Uh, but, but why should Binyamin be crying over, uh, over Malchus Yehu and Malchus Yerova? So he quotes right away Rav Shulman, uh, the Rambam that, in Hilchus Melochim, that says, Yisroven, this man of a melech, v'pihanovi rakusho, v'leko vayomim. Tilederes or shayach v'david. So again, strengthening the question. You don't cry over that. Of course, it's not going to be in the sky. It never was meant to. So Rav Shulman says, but you could still cry. Yes, of course, it was only supposed to be a malchus v'shoah, but mechi it had to it had to it had to end with so many kerper that so many people had to die. That's what he was crying over. Not the siyuma malchus, but the fact that the malchus had to uh, was, 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 was 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 that the people were butchered in such a way that that had to happen. Then he says, when you look in the Ravid, you mentioned Rabbi from Yaakov, the Malchikas Rambam and Ravid. If you look at the Ravid there, the Ravid state that Nishta Zayposhet, that Yeruvam could have taken a shtikel melech. It would have had a, a din of a nasich. It would have been called a, a, a plag kesar. So Memeil, according to the Ravid, he says, Osi shaper hakol b'pshitus, right? According to the Ravid, if Yeruvam would have gone b'derach hayoshar, so it would have been a melech. So that's clear something Binyamin could have been crying over. Then he says, look in this Haftarah, which of course shows you that there could taka be a chibur of Yehuda and Ephraim, which shows you that it's shayich to have them both. It's shayich to have these malchus and they could have worked together. And that's what you can cry over, that you didn't have that. Then he says, So I looked at this, I said, what's that? <laughs> the taz? What's going on? A taz in Yilchasukah? So I taka looked it up. And I saw that the Taz is a tremendous pilpul where he tries to be Masvid the Gemara in, in Sukkah of why Rabbi Yezer ben Urkinus was being doiche, Rabbi Yezer ben Eloi, I think the name, Rabbi ben Eloi, I might get the name wrong now, right second, but why he was doiche with, with, when he wanted to know about could it be Pyrus, uh, uh, Machzelis, on top of the Sukkah, in order to shield him from the sun heat, why he kept on telling him about the different, who was coming from which Shavit and the fact that Malchus came from, from 
from from Shol and Binyam and through Nevi'im. So the Taz has a whole shtickle Torah how every point that was being at, that Rebbe Yezer Menurkinus was actually a halachic remez to what was happening in terms of the halacha and sukkah about putting the, the machzeles on the sukkah that sometimes it's mutter, sometimes it's usr, it depends what your kavana is, and the Taz goes into it in great detail, the three different madregas. But then the Taz says over there that there is a madrega where in, in, based on one kavana, if you can't put the machzelas on the sukkah. And because you're trying to protect the stock, and in that way you're being makai in the stock. But if you're doing it for the sake of protecting the person from the heat, that's okay. That's why Rabbi Lezab and Urkin has mentioned Shoal and David. Because even though the Taz says that, well, Chayra, how could it be that one person Shmuel, Mipi, one Navi, in other words, one Navi Shmuel was posek malchus to each. How could that be? <laughs> if he gives it to, to, to Shoal, it should be Le'olam. And, and how can then you have David? So then he says, the Taz, that, that you see that sometimes you can have something which is good in some ways, but the Ratzar Rabbeinu Shulm doesn't want it at that other point. So the brilliance of Rav Shulm and Tetzushtel, Shol and David, which is basically Malchus Shol that, that Yosef was, was crying over, you see from that Taz that in one hand it could have lasted, and in one hand the Rabbeinu Shulm didn't want it. Just one little line, that is the godliness, without any without any Chachmas, without searching, that's the type of thing you're not even going to find if you do a search in, in Barilat. That's the type of thing that you're going to be able to see because you, you know the Tazim in Shulchan Aruch and you know what the connection is. Then he quotes here that uh, the, 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 uh, something which I felt was, I had never seen this before, and maybe the Eilam here knows this. He says that the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the Payet of Eilam Eskera, by the Saruge Malchus, we know that Rishmol Koyen Godel was uh, uh, was crying over misas from Shemem and Gamliel, um, and uh, the uh, again, of course, the, the description of how the terrible death of, of of how he took him in his he took his head in his hands. But the Midrashim says that the bechias Rabbi Shmuel Koyen Gadol was nishmas b'morim ad hayoyim va'ad sheyivne beis amikdosh v'tinochem tzir memei remainu amei. That those tears, and we're here talking in the shloshim where we're being mezabal, even though he lived to, to, to a tremendous arichas yomim. But the tears over death, the tears over Yenner's death. And he says, he brings from the Tereshleimah, which might be the Radomsker, that mipnei shebay bizman shu atzmai nidin lahariga, ba'oid zman kotan itztairu bocha harigas rab shimam engamliu. Someone knows he's dying. Someone knows, Rabbi Shmuel Kayin Gadol knew that he was going to die soon. But what is he crying? Not in his own death. He's crying on the godless of Rabbi Shimon and Gamliel. Those type of tears are the ones that the Rabbeinu Shalom keeps Bishmei Maraim. And those are the ones that are the key for Nechoma. When we are mitzvah over Yenner, that is what, and we cry over Yenner, we actually feel Yenner and understand who Yenner is. And we're zochet to understand that and understand what the loss of that person is. And we can cry over someone else, not from our own uh, selfish reasons, those are the type of things that the Rabbeinu Shalom keeps as a, as, as a, to generate the, the, the binyan atziyah that we're hoping for. And, and what Rav Shulman says, who can maise the Yosef of binyamin? And what's the mokka for that? The mokka for that is gerade this maise. So it's not just a shtikl musar vart that you have to feel for somebody else. It's the, it's, it's the soyed gadol that he sees throughout Chazal, and from as, as he points out here, it's really what we need. 
it's really and, and if, if these hespedim that we have when we can talk and see the 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 what was happening with uh, with another mensch to be able to to be misragish to actually have the, the chamimus to feel the yener the tsar for yener that is what Rav Shulman is gave to us in this one little paragraph a segul niflo for. For, for bringing Mashiach Mil Tashem. So thank you again, Rabbi Isai, uh, for, for being with us here. Um... Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.